Yo, 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 what's going on, man? Uh, good morning to everyone in the chat. It's 4, uh, 6, 23. So April, April 6, 2023. Um, I'm your boy, Chris. I'm the host of the Crispy, uh, Crispy Cafe and NBA show, but this is the Cast It With Chris NBA show. Uh, just live right now, only on, get my mic right. Uh, just live right now, only on YouTube. This will be uh, recorded and distributed via podcast platform at a later time, probably about 10, 15 minutes once I'm done. Um, we got, uh, I think it's six games on the NBA slate, so I want to talk about want to talk about those games. Um, as you guys join, it will help a lot if you guys hit the like button for me. As you guys join, um, retweeted the show as well. Um, and let's get into it for today, man. Hopefully you guys made some cash yesterday. I know it was a you know, pretty crazy NBA slate yesterday, and, and I kind of did want to start with a recap. It was a crazy NBA slate yesterday. I, I wasn't official on anything, but if you guys tuned in yesterday to the uh, Crispy Captain NBA show, I really, really liked the the Knicks team total. I talked about staying away from the spread. The Knicks blasted the Pacers yesterday. Pacers defense continues to just give it up to pretty much everybody they play against. Uh, we saw the Lakers have have the schedule loss, which I kind of anticipated after having to go to overtime. Uh, second leg of a back-to-back, first game back home, even though it was a road game and third game in four nights as well for them. Uh, they went that four-game um, win streak came to an end, and they lose to the Clippers last night. And there was uh, some other, you know, other action in the NBA as well. Um, I want to give you guys a little bit of uh, insight on just something that I've kind of picked up on. I talked about it yesterday a little bit as well, and um, during, during the during the evening show. And that insight is with these games kind of being wrapped up, you see a lot of teams just not that don't have that much to play for. You see them kind of a little lackluster on the defensive end. I think we saw a lot of that yesterday. Um, the Boston Toronto game, of course, stayed under, but that, that game kind of has some meaning to it. Uh, let's see the, the Knicks and the, and the Pacers game flew over the total went over about 37 and a half points. Um, Brooklyn and Detroit. Uh, Brooklyn Magic number is one. They win one more game and they're locked into the six seed in the Eastern Conference. But that game still went over by 13 and a half points yesterday. Um, Washington and Atlanta. I talked about Washington team total uh, specifically and Atlanta not playing a lot of defense. That game goes over by 16 and a half points yesterday. Even with the total, I think it was set at uh, set at about 233. So that game goes over. Um Toronto and Boston, like I said, that game went under, but Toronto had a lot to play for. Chicago just can't shoot threes, so they stay under. Um, I think that game says a lot about them yesterday as well, only scoring 92 points against the Bucs that uh, didn't have Giannis. Chris Middleton also got hurt early as well. Um, so, you know, overall, though, the the Pelicans and the, the Grizzlies, that game goes over by 43 points. Of course, you know, they go to overtime because the Pelicans, uh, you know, try to – almost get a game away late last night. And then uh, Sacramento and Dallas stays under the total, but the Lakers and the Clippers also go over. So a lot more overs yesterday than unders. And I think that's go- that may be a theme that kind of continues, uh, you know, continues to the day. You see these low totals and these teams that, you know, not don't, don't have a lot to play for. Uh, of the games today, uh, we really only have uh, two, uh, you know, where you kind of see, Guys probably go really, really hard in my estimation. And those games are uh, the Miami Heat and the Philadelphia 76ers, which I'm going to get into in a second. And then also uh, OKC and Utah. Our game has a lot of playoff meaning behind it as well. But um, not talking about Portland and San Antonio. 
could care less about that game. Um, also, Denver and Phoenix kind of feels like, you know, what are like what what what's the motivation there? The line is moving in favor of, of Phoenix. Denver uh, got smashed in the last game, got called out by their coach as well. They lost to the Houston Rockets, uh, got smashed by the Houston Rockets as well. Um, so not sure what the motivation will be there and, you know, what what they're going to do with those guys, with their guys. Denver's already cemented into the number one seed in the Western Conference and uh, Phoenix isn't going anywhere. They're going to be locked in as the four seed as well. So uh, not a lot of meaning in that game. We'll, we'll see what kind of goes on with that one. I don't see a reason. Um, you know, I, I'm not sure what the lineup's going to look like at this time of the season. Last week of the season, both of these game, both of these teams have like one or two games left. I don't see a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of meaning in that in this game specifically. So, um, kind of difficult to cap, handicap from a you know from that perspective. We and I think you got to kind of wait and see who's in and who's out for those teams. But a couple of the games I did want to get into and shout out to the chat, man. What's up, Sean? Uh, Damon, uh, Mr. Wood, Mr. N. Wood, Tony, uh, Markel, my guy, Jerson as well. Um, let's get it. So. Um, Let's talk about the games I, I wanted to touch on just a tad bit here this morning. So uh, this Cavs in the Magic game, um, also a game that doesn't have a lot of meaning as well, right? I mean, not the, not the most meaning. I think uh, – what up, Tayo D? What up, Anthony? Appreciate y'all in the chat. But let's get back Let's get back to, to, to this uh, – to the Magic and the Cavs game. So the line in this one actually opened at seven. Um, I saw that – well, it, it shows that it opened at four and a half. And, of course uh, – JB Bickerstaff has already ruled all his guys out. Um, and, and that's why you think that's why I see you see the line kind of move. Um, throwaway game for the Cavs. They they've already clinched the uh third seed in the in the Eastern Conference playoffs, and they'll host the uh the fourth seed, the the New York Knicks in the first round of the playoffs. So this game means nothing to them now. Um they they've already ruled out Evan Mobley, Jared Allen, Darius Garland, Donovan Mitchell, Isaac Okoro, and Karis Levert. All six of those guys have been ruled out. So if you're paying attention, that's the starting five and Karis LeVert all out. It's got to be a magic spot. It's, that, that's, that's your that's your six man and your starting five. On the magic side of things, they did lose the last game because this was, you know, one of those like mini series. But they also, they got to push, depending on where you got the number, they got to push because they, they low-key kept that game close a little bit longer than I think a lot of people thought that they would. This team has covered nine games in a row. And they just continue to play the right way. They put, they play a really good brand of basketball. Um, you know, they could have Coach Mosley could have got this team to kind of tank towards the end of the season. And they actually one of the teams that were pushing for the you know for for the last seed in the Eastern Conference, but they didn't get there. They didn't get there. Um, you know, they were they they just lost a few games. They lost to the uh, who who was who did they lose to? They lost to a team not too long ago that really kind of killed them, uh, killed their chances, but. Uh, this Magic team played well, man. I think that they they come out here. They also have nobody listed on the injury report. It's also a home finale for this team as well. I think they play their they play their last game of the season. Uh, let's see, they got let's see, the Magic got got two got two games left. So they finish at Brooklyn on uh, on tomorrow. So first leg of a back to back for them, and then um, then they 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 finish the season on uh, on Sunday. Um, What's tomorrow? Yeah, they finish on Sunday in Miami. So I think that they continue to play, you know, just the right way. I think that they continue to play hard. And if, uh, you know, if I'm playing this game, I, I am looking towards Orlando. I actually played Orlando. I played them last night. Smaller play, but I did take the seven. 
the seven and a half as well. Uh, one of my books had a seven. One of them had a seven and a half. So I did lay that with Orlando. I think Orlando comes in here, uh, you know, plays the plays basketball the right way. And uh, I'm not sure who's going to score for the Cavs. The Cavs will legitimately have a roster tonight that's going to, you know, consist of, like I said, it's a throwaway game for them. But I'm pretty sure they're going to start uh, – Maybe Raul Neto and and Rubio and Seti Osman and uh, Dean Wade and maybe Jer uh, Evan Mobley, little brother or Diakite. Um, so yeah, I think the Magic should should win this game by by double digits tonight. If I'm playing the game, then I'm laying the points. You do see the money start to come in. I think it probably closes at about ten. I'm not sure if people uh, and you typically don't want to take the Magic, but this is more so a fill spot. Uh, it's a phase spot as well. You see the Cavs team total, the game, the total has dropped in this game. It opened at 223. It's all the way down to 219 and a half. So you got the the home team, 113 and a half. I think that they go over that. They should be able to score that many points or more. And then you got the Cavs at 104 and a half without any of their starters today. So um, yeah, if I'm, I'm playing the game, I'm laying the points and I already laid the points. I laid the seven and a half and the seven with the, uh, with the Orlando Magic in this spot. Um, let's see. Vaughn said definitely noticed a few more overs yesterday. Yeah, they cashed yesterday. Sean said Rubio assists. Uh, I could see Rubio getting his assists. The problem is, I mean, he's gonna have ample opportunity to get them. Um, do, do those guys knock down the shots? We know that the Cavs can struggle to score offensively. Do they have enough, uh, you know, guys to actually make the shots? Uh, I guess Dean Wade and Lamar Stevens and uh, Seti Osman. I guess they can't they can't make some shots, so I couldn't talk you off Rubio assist. It's gonna be some value though, Sean. I like the way you're thinking. It's definitely gonna be some value over on uh you know on the Cleveland Cavaliers side once line get once the, the player prop lines get get posted for uh for this team. I don't I don't see them posted right now. Um also couldn't talk anybody off uh Wendell Carter Jr. looking at his double double. Um I think he had one in the last game and um He's been he's been kind of hovering around that 10 points and 10 rebounds line. And my my thought process is that if you can get 10 rebounds, he's been getting the 10 points. If you can get 10 rebounds with Jared Allen and Evan Mobley in, you definitely should be able to do it with, with it out, with, with them two out. So um I like I like Wendell Carter Jr. today. Uh and I think his double double was plus a hundred. Didn't lock it in quite yet. The odds didn't change overnight. But if I'm looking at a player prop, I think I like Wendell Carter Jr. His act his double double actually just went to minus 105. Uh, probably my favorite player prop in the game is Wendell Carter Jr. to go to get a double double. But like I said, I did lay the seven and a half, and I laid the seven. Um, let's see. Matt P said he's thinking about a teaser. Orlando minus four and a half. OKC minus two and a half. Minus one ten. Uh, I can see that. I can see that. Um, it definitely makes it a little bit safer. But I, I think this spread might be off just a little bit, Matt P. <laughs> I think this one could be off. Couldn't talk you out of two, you know, little two leg teaser though. Uh, I spent enough time on that game. Let's let's move on. Uh, let's see. Markel said, uh, "Don't ever tease in the NBA. Uh, teasing in the NBA can get you can get you hurt for real." And that's why, like I said, I, I'll play the I'll play the I'll play I'll take the line at seven and a half. Um, I just don't see how you know this version of the Cleveland Cavaliers team is uh, going to be anything shorter than ten points less than the Orlando Magic team. So, um, not that it's not value, but one leg can, you know, it's upsets to happen every single night in the NBA. So, so your teaser could, you know, go to trash uh, really, really quickly. Um, you know, if, if OKC loses the game outright tonight, because the Utah Jazz aren't 
quite eliminated. I'm pretty sure that's what Markel is talking about. Um, what up to my guy, Mitch, man? Uh, Appreciate you being here, Mitch, in the chat, man. Drop some looks off. I know we were talking earlier about some player props you was looking at. If you got anything, definitely share it, my guy. Um, what up to Wayne? Shout out to Wayne as well. Appreciate you all for being in the chat, man. Hit the like button for me if you guys can. Share the show as well, especially as we start to ramp up for the playoffs. Uh, and let's keep going. So Heat in the 76ers game is next. The next one that I want to touch on. Let me get back to my notes. So let's see. So line this one opened. Uh, I saw the money actually start to come in on Miami in this spot. Uh, it, it opened at five and a half. It's down to it's down to three uh, at most books, and you you start to see the total come down just a tad bit. Uh, I see it down to nine two nineteen and a half. It opened at two twenty and a half. Uh, so money coming in on Philly in this, uh, I'm sorry, money coming in on Miami, looks like 81% uh, of the 67, 66% of the tickets is on Philly. Uh, 81% of the uh, money is on the under. Um, and 83% of the tickets is on Philly as well. So um, interesting game here. Let me break it down real quick for you guys. We got, uh, we got the Heat who uh I, I just I can't get behind the C team. They are six and four uh in their last 10, but also just four and six against the spread. Uh Philly on the opposite side, we know that they play well as a home favorite. They're 25-15 um against the spread at home. Uh five and five straight up and against the spread in their last 10. I checked the injury report because I just want to make sure Philly's kind of cemented into uh into their seed as well, which is I think is the uh third seed in the Eastern conference. So they'll get the six seed, which mo most likely will get be the Brooklyn Nets, um, you know, for, for when, when the playoffs start, uh, I didn't see um, James Harden or Joel and B on the, on the injury list. I did see, however, and, and, and I'm, I'm only curious because I, I want to see what doc does with those guys. Um, PJ Tucker, he is listed as questionable. The Anthony Milton as well. And uh, Tyrese Maxey. So, you could wait and kind of get that, you know, get the injury news for those guys. On the opposite side, the Miami Heat do have Kyle Lowry and Bam Adebayo listed as questionable as well. Uh, the Miami Heat team hasn't played, uh, you know, in two days. And the way that this one kind of sets up, the Heat, they are in the seventh seed in the Eastern Conference right now. They're game and a half ahead of the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, and it's the first leg of a back-to-back. -back. They play in D.C. against the Wizards tomorrow. Probably not a look-ahead spot at all in that game. Um, and I mentioned Kyle Lowry and Bam being questionable already. Miami um, has won both games in Philly already this season, interestingly enough, um, with Philly actually taking the game that was in Miami. So each team has a loss on their home floor throughout the first three games of the season series. Of course, tonight is the last night. Uh, Philly on the opposite side, like I said, they're kind of locked into the three seed in the East. They do play in Atlanta on Friday and they finish up the season uh, Sunday uh, in Brooklyn as well. So, uh, similar to the Orlando Magic, this will be the, the home finale for them. The difference is the Orlando Magic not going to the playoffs and Philly's going to end up hosting the playoff series. Uh, so looking at looking at the Heat, um, looking at the 76ers, the first thing that jumps out to me is the under in this game. Uh, total at 220 and a half. I actually thought that this one would get steamed down. It didn't, though. Uh, it's still 220 and a half on a lot of books. I look at this Heat team, they are um, 
not really good. They're just not good. They're 25th in points per possession allowed uh, and 29th in effective field goal percentage in the last two weeks. I also compared them. I looked at the comparable games, the teams that they play, because they've been playing some weak teams. Um, they're three and one to the under as road dogs after the all-star break. And they're going under by an average of 16 and a half points. A lot of it is that they just can't score the ball. Um, they've been held under their team total in all four games. And they've averaged just 94 points. I'm sorry, 96 points in four games. Uh, and those games came against the Bucks, the 76ers, the Raptors, and the Knicks. All playoff teams, right? So I'll say that again. Heat, three and one to the under as road dogs after the All-Star break. Uh, and those games are going under by 16 and a half points. They're only scoring 96 points per game. This total seems a tad bit too high for me. You also look at the Heat. Uh just season-wide, they're 0-4 straight up and against the spread on the first leg of a back-to-back. When they are road dog, uh, they stay under their team total in three of those four games and three of the four games as well. And they're losing those games by average of 17 points uh, and only averaging about 99 points in that spot as well. Continuing, the Heat on the road after the All-Star break, if they're facing a team that's better than they are, 0-3. Uh, to their team total as well. So they do, they don't score a lot of points when they're playing up to competition. Uh, you look at the Sixers. I also checked the Sixers out. Sixers are 6-2 six and two to the under as a home favorite after the All-Star break. In those eight games, uh, those, uh, those eight games are staying under by an average of 12 points per game as well. And they've held six of their eight opponents under their team total in this spot also. So uh, – then the last thing I checked was pace after the All-Star break. These teams are dead last in pace. Both the Miami Heat and the Philadelphia 76ers are dead last in uh in pace post All-Star break. And throughout the you know the entirety of the season for the most part as well. They're both bottom five. I didn't check to see what that number was, but uh if I'm playing this game, I'm only looking towards the under. Uh 220 and a half seems like a lot, a lot of points. I, like I said, I kind of expect this number to drop. And uh, that would be my top look of the, of the day for this for this game. Um, uh, I know that I, I saw some earlier about Embiid needing to uh, only score a handful of points to make sure that he gets the scoring title. It's uh, him and Luka Doncic that kind of kind of battle between between the two. Uh, and Luka has some ground to make up. I think Luka needs to score about about have back-to-back like 45 or 50 point games in order to catch Embiid if Embiid only has like 23 points in one of these games uh, for the scoring title. So those are my thoughts on the game. Like I said, I haven't seen anything with, with about Embiid or Harden not playing. So I do think that they play, but they don't have a lot to play for. Uh, beating this Atlanta, beating this Miami Heat team would kind of almost cement uh the Miami Heat not to be able to catch the Brooklyn Nets. Um, and then you would kind of kind of control your destiny based on who you get to play in the first round. And the Miami Heat, if I'm guessing the Philadelphia 76ers, they may not have a preference. But if, I, if I'm if i the Philadelphia 76ers, I probably want to see the Brooklyn Nets before I want to see the Miami Heat. Uh, just because Miami has kind of had this team's number. Like I said, they've already won two games in Philly throughout this season and we know that this is the team that put them out of the playoffs last year when Embiid was hurt James Harden wasn't 100 in that series as well so um for all of those reasons I like the total in this one I like the total to go under I think that it stays under the 220 and a half uh probably be my favorite my favorite look maybe my favorite look of the whole entire day uh real quick let's see Mitch said hero threes 
uh, eight and a half per game uh, attempts. Last six games, 76ers give up threes to guards over the last seven games. Or it could be Struess. It's really difficult to know which one of those guys are, you know, is going to be. Um, but looking at Hero or Struess threes, I couldn't talk you off of that at all, Mitch. Uh, three times that 76ers are going to give the Nets uh, the last game. They could. They could, you know, rest. Uh, 70, the, the, the Brooklyn Nets number is only one, though. They only need to win one. Their magic number is one. And they've kind of they've kind of um, cemented their spot as well. Uh, and then uh, I can't I never can pronounce this. You said, did you play it? I did play it. I played the under 220 and a half. Um, I don't want to go official with any of these plays right now just because uh, we could see things kind of change throughout the day as far as, you know, somebody could sit late and that could impact the total. Uh, if Joel Embiid does sit, like I said, he's not on the injury report, but if Joel Embiid does sit, we know that the Philadelphia 76ers play with a lot more pace. But I'm I'm confident. I'm pretty confident in this play. Like I said, not an official play because I don't want, um, you know, things to kind of change throughout the day uh, as far as injury report. But I did play the under 220 in this game. It's like I said, it's probably my favorite play of the day. Philly and uh, and um, Miami to go under 220 and a half is what I got the number at. I uh, saw that it was dropping on some books, so uh, I locked that in this morning as soon as I woke up. I had already capped the total last night. All right. Uh, back to the last game, which is the last game I want to talk about anyway, which is the Thunder and the Jazz. Um, 77 people watching live. It was 80 watching live. Hit the like button for me if you guys can. Um, Thunder and the Jazz. So six and a half point spread here. Uh, looks like it opened at, um, at, uh, five and a half in favor of OKC, who's a road favorite in this one. Total opened at 236 and a half and is went up to 238. Uh, so let's break down the scenario real quick. The Thunder in the 10th and final spot in the in the West uh, for the play-in, they would get the last play-in spot and have to travel to whoever was in the ninth seed if the season was to end today. Uh, they have the same record as the Dallas Mavericks after last night. The Mavs got the big win last night against the Kings, um, but they hold a tiebreaker. So what that means is that the Mavs will have to Hope that the Thunder don't win out. If the Thunder went out, then they make the play-in tournament. For the most, for for uh, you know, is how it goes. But if the Jet, if the Thunder lose and the Mavs win, the Mavs just have to finish with a better record. So the Mavs need to win out. They need the Thunder also to lose as well. Um, this Thunder team, uh, this Thunder team will host the uh, the Grizzlies at home on Sunday, and that'll be their last game. The Thunder, they're a tricky team, man. Four and six straight up. Um, and only two and eight in their last 10 games. Also, they're 0 and 8 against the spread. They haven't covered a, a spread, um, which is absolutely insane. <clears throat> I'll tell you the big injury in this one that's gonna be, which is why I wouldn't play this game till late. Uh Lou Dort is listed as questionable in this game, and he's gonna be, you know, big. The Jazz are kind of taking this game away. Colin Sexton came back in the last game against the Lakers that they lost. Uh, two nights ago, but he's already ruled out. Lloyd Marketing is also out. Walker Kessler's done for the season. Jordan Clarkson is out. And Rudy Gay. All of those guys are all out. So that's a lot of scoring. But this Jazz team continues to play hard, man. They, they are only three and seven straight up in their last 10, but they've covered seven of their last uh 10 spreads as well. So seven and three against the spread in their last 10. Um and they've also covered four in a row and four their, and five of their last six as well. They host Denver on Sunday and play uh, in L.A. versus the Lakers 
uh, I'm sorry, they play Denver on Saturday, um, host Denver on Saturday for the last game of the season, and they play in L.A. against the Lakers on Sunday for the last game of the season. Uh, this one is a difficult one to cap, man. I think you kind of got to wait for, for all the information. The, the Thunder should want to win this game. They should want to cover this game as well. Um, but we know that you can win without covering. The Jazz continue to play really, really hard. Will Hardy has those guys kind of locked in. I read some stuff about, you know, how they're not winning, but they 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 prepare to win every single day. They just don't have the talent. Doesn't mean that they're not going to stay into the game, stay in the game. When you think about guys like Chris Dunn, who has kind of, you know, played his way back into the league uh, and earned a multi-year contract just from playing hard, playing defense. Uh, you think about THT, right? So this team still has a lot of guys that, that want to play hard and contribute to winning basketball. Will they win the game? Probably not. But will they keep the game closer than six and a half? I think so. I think will they keep it closer than seven? I could see so. I could I could see uh I could see that. So like I said, I think you gotta wait on in my estimation, you gotta wait on Dort in this spot. Um, and then as far as the total perspective, I know that the total is pretty high. Uh 238 is a pretty high total for uh, a Utah Jazz team that really you know struggles to score the ball. Uh the Thunder also on the opposite side, but I'll say this. The Thunder, the, the Utah Jazz at home, when they're home dogs, they typically score more points and those games go over the total. No matter who they have in the, in the lineup, you look at this roster and you're like, how are they going to score? Somehow they figure out a way to score. They also just don't play a lot of defense either. On the opposite side, in contrast, the Thunder, they're 6-1 to the under as road favors, including four straight. Those games are actually staying under by an average of 10.5 points. So to me, I kind of, you know, contrarian look, I think, will be towards the under. If this total continues to go up, I probably will end up playing it under. Also, the the you know the the, the implications of this game, the Thunder math the Jazz mathematically aren't eliminated from the playoffs, uh, play in tournament, but they probably won't make it. The Jazz kind of need this. Uh, the Thunder kind of need this one. I think I said the Jazz. The Jazz aren't mathematically eliminated from the play in, but they probably won't make it. The Thunder are in the ten seed, and if they really don't want to tank the season then they should win this game, but they should probably do it with defense as well. Uh, their defense did not look great in the second half against Golden State the other day, but that's kind of to be expected. So if I'm playing this game, I'm wait. first of all, I'm waiting to see if Dort gets ruled in. I think that'll tell me all I need to know about how, the th how serious the Thunder are. Uh, also want Dort in if I want to take the under because he's one of the better defenders in the NBA. So I want him in if I'm playing the under, but the way I'm looking at the game, I'm looking at it to go under the 238, haven't played it yet because I do want to wait on the Dort news. Uh, and I think the Jazz going to struggle to score in this spot. I think the Jazz also going to continue to play hard, and it might be a little more difficult for uh, the Thunder to score in this spot as well. So I like the under. I know it's a contrarian look, but I like the under in this game. Um, and that's really all I got for you guys. That's all I got. Uh, let's see. Miss said SGA points, Jalen Green steals and blocks, and Kelly Olenek rebounds. I like – I can see all of those. SGA, anytime he's not on the second leg of a back-to-back date, -back Chris Dunn will have his hands full trying to stay in front of SGA tonight. Uh, Jalen Williams, uh, L-E-N, uh, brown skin Jalen, steals and blocks. Um, you know, they've just been cashing. They've been cashing left and right. So couldn't talk you off of that. Kelly Olenek, uh, I mean, he's one of the only big men that they have left, so his rebound opportunities should be there. We know that the, the Oklahoma City Thunder, bottom five throughout the – entirety of the season as far as giving up rebounds to big men so kelly olenic can't jump that high but he does a really good job of you know getting in the right spot boxing out 
uh, all the fundamental intangible stuff. Um, good morning, Dick. Appreciate you being here. Uh, Kelly Boersman says, uh, Thunder coach talked about defense in the last post-game interview. Yeah, they got to play better defense, Ron. They have to if they want to, you know, be in these in, in these games, uh, you know, potentially win a win a play in game as well. And that's what their aspiration, that's what they keep continue to say that their aspirations were. Um, but he also, you know, and I get it. He also sound he to me he just sounded like he was kind of content with the loss against Golden State the other day in a in the game that they probably should have won. Um, you know, and I get it, you know, bunch of first, you know, uh young players, rookies, sophomores, even third year players, they're kind of developing talent. It's a it's a good experience for this team to go through what they're going through. Um, I just I I just want them to win a little bit more. Uh, let's see. I know this is a little bit off topic, but are you still setting up the YouTube membership? I keep forgetting, man. But yeah, I am going to set up the YouTube membership for anybody who wants to join. Uh, it'll be some exclusive uh, access and, uh, you know, some live plays. Uh, all my plays will be posted on there as well. So I will be setting up the, the YouTube membership as well. I'll get to that. Maybe I'll try to get to it today. I just I, I'm so busy most of the time if I'm not sitting in front of this com- computer doing shows. But I appreciate that. Uh, Jazz Blazers over. Lou, I'm not 100% sure. I see the spread actually moving in favor of San Antonio. It opened at two. It's all the way up to four and a half now. Uh, four, four and a half. Uh, to me, that says that maybe Shaden Sharp sits. I'm not, I honestly, I don't even know who's playing in the game. Uh, I, I will say that two, two, 228 is a very, very low number in today's NBA. Um, I didn't cap the game though, Lou. Uh, whatever, <laughs> whatever it is that you think, man. Um, whatever you, whatever it is that you like. Mitch says uh, SGA points <coughs> and uh, Giddy assists, J-Dub steals or steals and blocks, and uh, points, rebounds, and assists for Kelly Olenek, plus rebounds, turnovers for Abaji, uh, his three-pointers made, and Isaiah Joe three-pointers made. Isaiah Joe has been hooping. I might look a little more into Isaiah Joe. I like Isaiah Joe a lot. Uh, appreciate you sharing that, Mitch. Membership by playoffs? Absolutely, Ron. I'll have a membership only by the playoffs for sure. We're going to make a lot of money in the playoffs too, man. I'm, I'm extremely excited about the playoffs. We get some meaningful basketball. Uh, <laughs> hey, Mitch, relax, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying, Lou. Uh, 228 does seem a little low. But, yeah, those are the three games I wanted to talk to you guys about. If you guys wouldn't mind doing me a favor, just hitting the like button for me, sharing the show. Uh, it's always, gl- gl- you know, uh, gratefully appreciated on my end. Uh, also, check out the pod. Check out the pod as well if you guys are um, – if you guys are, uh, you know, wanting to show some support, just ch- download the podcast, Cast It With Chris. It'll be available in about 10 minutes after I'm done. Link also posted in the, in the, in the chat as well, uh, in the, in the, in the uh, description as well. Uh, let's see. Everything that stands out without digging in too deep, I'll narrow it down on Twitter. Yeah, give my, give my guy Mitch a, a follow on uh, Twitter. Uh, Markel says, think I'm going to wait till playoffs. MLB is taking over my brain. Yeah, MLB is uh, – I, I did cap the MLB as well. I looked at the MLB slate. Uh, I got a couple looks that I haven't kind of locked in yet, but I got some looks. I, I capped it. I am capping MLB again this year. If you guys uh, were with me last year, you know that uh, we had uh, we had some success. Shout-out to my guy, Ronald, man. Shout-out to Ronald. We we capped the MLB. Did a show pretty much every day on Let's Cap. Uh, Miss said he's on uh, Atlanta. The Braves today, first five. Uh, who do – the Braves been smashing the uh, – who are they playing? They're playing the Phillies, right? The Braves been smashing the Phillies. I feel like if the Phillies had a chance to win a game, it probably was going to be going to be yesterday with Elder on the mound. 
Uh, now the Braves have Spencer Spencer Strider back on the mound versus Blake Snow. Uh, the Braves they did they batted well against lefties last year. I definitely remember that. But Snow Snow's Snow's okay. I like Snow. Snow's okay, man. I like Snow. Braves on fire right now. Bats are hot though. I will say that they've been scoring uh, left and right. So uh, also five and one on the run line. The Braves are so far, and uh, looks like Mitch said he's on them first five. Uh, yeah, they're gonna. It's gonna be a good game. I'm excited for that game. Seven twenty tonight. I'll probably end up watching. You know, most of that. Dustin May versus Merrill Kelly. Uh, what, what we what we looking at there, Mitch? I know Merrill Kelly, your guy, out in Arizona. Um, let's see. Mitch got Braves. Let's go Braves. Strider versus Snell. Uh, the leans that I have for to the the lean that I have for today, Markel. I actually let me get to my notes section. I was looking at uh uh blue jays kansas city um gosman versus laos laos uh coming over from boston i was looking at um i was looking at the first five to go under uh i know that the line opened the full line opened at at nine uh and it's come down to eight uh i know that that laos has some experience pitching against uh toronto uh being you know in the in the division uh, last year when he was in Baltimore and uh Gosman has 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 played well on the road and the Royals uh just just struggle to score they are bottom uh in uh on base percentage slugging percentage uh run scored like they just don't score a lot so yeah I, this one's supposed to be an MLB show but yeah I just kind of share that with you guys uh, I was looking at uh either getting on either getting on Toronto first five or playing the first five under. I didn't play either one of them yet, but I do think that, you know, even in the you know MLB with them trying to, you know, get more runs created, still more bases, the pitch clock, I think both of these pitchers, uh, you know, do well in this spot today. I'll be looking towards the under. Um, Kansas City, four and two to the under uh, throughout the season so far. Like I said, just not really scoring a lot of runs. Um, the, 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 the Austin Riley over one and a half total bases. Mitch said he's on that, plus 140. So he would need a double or triple or two singles. I like it. Uh, one in five, uh, one and a half spread went ten and two uh, year to date in a uh, seventy two and nineteen on the season. Miss said he liked Gosman over six and a half strikeouts. I'm gonna keep that first five in mind. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely, Markel. Like I said, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna not start posting MLB plays until after the basketball season is over. But I like it, man. I like it a lot. Mitch said Gosman leads uh, the the whole American League in K's to walk ratio last year. He led the league. league uh, I think he deals today. Yeah, I like Gosman, man. Gosman is Gosman is he's good. I like Gosman a lot. Uh, made some money with Gosman last year um, up in Toronto. I like him on the road as well. Uh, but yeah, that's what I got for you guys, man. Thirty five minutes in the books, eighty five people here. Uh, hit the like button for me if you guys can. Uh, like I said, I'll set up the membership. For you guys, it'll be cheap, man. Two dollars ninety nine cent, three dollars ninety nine cent, something like that a month. Um, you know, and come with some exclusivity uh, of of Chris of crispy capping. So that's what I got for you guys. Recap real quick. I'll put the banner up at the bottom and let you guys know what I'm looking at because I didn't do so yet. But if I had a top play today, it would be uh, I like Orlando on the spread. Like I said, I got the seven. Um, I got the seven and a half as well, so I'll put both. Uh, the line's moving up. I think it only continues to move up throughout the day as well, though. Uh, also looking at um, uh, Miami and um, Philly under 220. 
numbers still widely available. I, I don't see Miami scoring a lot of points tonight. Those would be my top two looks. Also strong look towards, and they posted at the bottom, also strong look towards uh, Wendell Carter Jr. to get a double-double tonight. I like Wendell Carter Jr. I don't think that Coach Mosley rests his guys tonight. I think uh, Orlando tries to, you know, leave their fans with a lot tonight, uh, you know, of what's to come. This team is building. They will be good next year. They'll be a lot better, I think, next year. You know, all these rookies kind of getting some some uh, more time in the system. Uh, so I think they want to lead their fans with a show tonight. I think that they win the game by double digits tonight against, uh, you know, a, a team in uh, Cleveland that has nothing to play for. And like I said, already ruled out their top six guys. Uh, so I like Orlando. I like Miami Philly to go under 220. Miami just hasn't been able to score lately. So that's what I'm looking at. Hope you guys enjoy the content. Hope you guys appreciate the content. I would play Orlando minus the eight and a half as well, but that's probably a cutoff for me uh, in Wood. Uh, that's probably a cutoff for me. I think they win the game by double digits. Uh, I'm not going to endorse anything other than the eight and a half, but I do think that they win the game by double digits tonight. Um, I don't think it's going to be too close tonight. As long as they don't rest anybody. Uh, and I think that's why you see the spread start to start to get a, you know, balloon a little bit as well. Um, but that's what I got for you guys. Best looks at the bottom. Appreciate you guys for tapping in with me. I will be back at 5.30 Eastern time today for the Crispy Captain NBA show. Best of luck on all your actions today and anybody, uh, you know, dabbling a little bit in the MLB, man. Uh, best of luck. I'm out.